Greetings and welcome to today's episode of Speak the Universe Listens. Today's topic is what is the ego mind? And I have Stephen joining me. Hey. Rodney hey. and Tehran. Hey. So the ego mind. So a lot of times when we talk about the ego, we can look at it from different points of views. Um, so we're not looking at it the most general way like a lot of times people think of ego like oh he got a big ego or you mm-hmm. know something like that right. but we're kind of looking at it like the ego is the conscious mind um so first of all i'm gonna ask you guys when you hear talk about the ego what do you think of what does that mean to you um for me, like you were just saying, like I, w- I would automatically think like that person has a big ego, mm-hmm. you know. So um, for me, I think about uh, uh, pride, having pride. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main thing that I think about. So when you say pride, do you mean if you have ego, then you have pride, and you see that as a good thing, or are you saying pride like? Well, it could be like both ways. Mm-hmm. It could be both ways, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, the negative sense, I think about it like you know, you got too much pride to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Going, for, you know, mm-hmm. going with ego, um, or you just have you know pride in just in something that you did, and you just proud of it, and you just want to show it, you know, show everybody. So that's what I think about come to ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I think of ego, uh, I would normally think of maybe arrogance like mm-hmm. like y'all say you got yeah. a big ego like it equates to arrogance uh or um just like uh, like having to be right type of thing mm-hmm. like you know like like that kind of ego hmm. yeah that's interesting when i think of ego uh, it's kind of similar to what steven said i always think of it like two ways so I've always thought of it like as that arrogant side but then I've also expressed in, in my mind in times I feel like my ego kind of pushed me to the next step in a sense that I was always thinking of ego as like a drive to like just be the best I am mm-hmm. so it's like a I'm going to be great because I am great so I'm going to keep speaking it mm-hmm. and I don't know yeah so actually now that I think about it um, when I say the ego is the conscious mind, I do mean exactly what all of y'all just said. Right. <laughs> so, um, and different people may have different uh, specific definitions, but I guess like a general definition is, again, like the ego is the conscious mind. Um, so the ego, what I want to separate is the ego from the spirit, mm-hmm. right? So the ego is like the human part of us, the thing that interacts thinks about calculates what's going on in the physical world things that we can see things that we can touch that type of thing think it's like our logical rational brain okay and then um, of course spirit is that part of us that is connected to all that is and so things can happen in the spirit realm much easier um, in, and in different ways than it could happen if you're just going strictly by your ego. I fully agree with that, actually. Um, especially jumping off of how I've always defined it in my own mind. Uh, the I, Now I think about it, 
it was always ego that was like always taking the heart away. But like, if I would have ever just stepped back and just let go of what I can see, it was always I want to do what I can see instead of like create what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my understanding of the ego now is more so like uh, your your ego is what it what what your conscious mind feels is right. So it's like your ego is is going off the experiences they had. So when you put in certain situations, your ego is like, this is what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, it's not necessarily the right thing. It's just what you know. Mm-hmm. What you know. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. What you feel, you know, anyway. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what you think, you know. <laughs> All right. So a lot of times in spiritual circles, you hear people talking about they got to stop the ego, they got to silence the ego, they got to quiet the ego, um, we got to fight against the ego. Um, And so I guess, first of all, why would you think people would say that stuff? Well, I would say um, they would say that because um, they're trying to separate the uh, ego from spirit. Um, basically, they're looking at it as a, in a negative sense, mm-hmm. you know, and it necessarily doesn't have to be negative, mm-hmm. you know, but when you think about ego, I don't think nobody really thinks nothing positive when you hear <laughs> ego, you know. And it's that, I think it's that negative connotation of the ego, and I feel it's like uh, in a spirit circle, they would be trying to separate their authentic self from their ego thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think in a spiritual setting, they would want to say, like, silence the ego or, like, stomp on the ego because, in a sense, it's just another way of saying release the limits. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. the ego is everything that I feel like I know is right, Right. releasing that, like, stomping that is releasing the mental shackle that I have on whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, um, that ego mind is that one that you hear in your ear all the time. It's usually (laughs) one that says, stop. Don't do that. (laughs) You know, it's the one that causes fear. um, The one that's looking at limits in the world. The one that thinks it's separate from source. Um, But on the other hand, we are human. We do live in this physical body. We're here in this physical world for a reason. You know, we could have just stayed spirits, but we didn't. We became physical. So we're physical and we're spirit. So the ego does serve a purpose in the physical world. So a lot of times we're trying to silence it um, because we want to be more spiritual, which is which is something to do, but not to fight it, you know, to beat it off with a club. Um, the ego, first of all, I would say that the ego helps us to separate between you and me. You know, like it's kind of what gives me my own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you, if you think about spirit, you kind of think it's kind of like all oh, we all mm-hmm. meshed, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. you know, all interconnected. But the ego is the thing that says, "I am Arvette McLean. I am a female. I like these things. I'm good at these things." You know, so that's kind of what the ego does. It does separate us out. But in that separation, it also makes us forget that we're connected to spirit. So I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think of the times, uh, like, for myself, I think, uh, 
my ego got in the way with my uh <laughs> <laughs> with uh spirit wise like my spirit self um spiritually anyways um and now that i think about it, i had numerous times as to where i hear myself telling me like hey you know what you should go do that you know i think you i think that's something that you should do that's the inner voice <laughs> telling me to do it but then my ego is like it's something different you know it's it's something totally different so uh, I, I ran into a couple of incidents i'm trying to think of them off the top of my head though but um yeah i'm working on my ego though mm -hmm. i'm working on my ego yeah that ego is what tells us that all this stuff we talk about don't make no sense <laughs> 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 right that's true <laughs> i think the the ego can uh hinder you from things too like you can uh you can be mad at a at a close friend or family member and uh you know y'all may have fallen out or mm -hmm. something your ego saying no nah, they can't do me like that and I ain't going you know i ain't reaching out or right. but you miss them though <laughs> <You know? laughs> right so right. it's like what's stopping you from you know squashing all that and then reaching out with love right. i feel like a lot of times your ego is i know a lot of times I'm, you know i gotta catch myself well, I, I started practicing catching myself when I feel my ego is talking. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they can't, they can't do nothing to me. Mm -hmm. They can't fool me, or <laughs> right. you know, like mm -hmm. yeah. It, so I feel like a lot of times it uh, it gets you in a space where it can be well, it, it can be a competition space, mm -hmm. feeling like things, uh, you know, it's not enough for everyone. Mm -hmm. right. Like it gets you in those like lack spaces that we was talking about earlier. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, that space of lack, though, it's, uh, it's, I can't stand it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't stand that space. <laughs> but like I said, every day is just, um, I'm more aware of it, so it always keeps me constantly working on mm -hmm. it, you know, especially that ego, man. Yeah. Like Rodney was saying, I, I like the list you were developing. You said competition, lack, mm -hmm. um, superior, mm -hmm. um, you know, fear-based, limited, um, y you can be so logical. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about a lot of the logical things, they make perfectly sense, like, good sense. Like, um, you can imagine when the Wright brothers were trying to develop an mm -hmm. airplane and right. people like, if God wanted us to fly, he would have gave <laughs> us wings, <laughs> you know, like probably any invention there was somebody who had a logical reason why this would not work or it doesn't make sense or why it shouldn't be done. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, what you saying that is like, I may express to, you know, uh, close friends of mine, like, hey, you know, you are one with different source. Mm -hmm. And to them, it may not make sense, you <laughs> know, it, it don't make sense. But, you know, I may sit back in the way I go about my everyday lifestyle and how I, how I move, and then they'll sit back and look and like, hmm. <laughs> they start to question a little mm -hmm. bit, like, hmm, okay, you might you might be on to something. <laughs> might be on to something. I also think your uh, your ego uh, can attach you to things. So like, um, I might I might be a manager at my job. Mm -hmm. 
and my ego is attaching me to the, to that title of being a manager. Mm-hmm. But that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. That's just a title. Mm-hmm. Or it can attach you to money. Mm-hmm. And it's and you know your ego is like you gotta have the money. Gotta have you know yeah. like in this kind of like a dangerous attachment. You had to things when your ego is attached mm-hmm. to those things. But I think the ego is instant because uh, I don't know. As we're talking, the more I realize how the ego is very important in the way that it helps me to be intentional about being wow. more connected spiritually. So when I have to listen, and I know I'm listening for the ego, it makes me more intentional in making sure that I'm walking in the light, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the good part of the yeah. ego. Man. Yeah. yeah. It's like a personal challenge to you. Like, a, you hear me, this is a negative talk. And, you know, that's when you, like, kind of flip the ego. It's like, yeah, but I ain't got to listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's funny, too, because I know a lot of times when people become spiritually minded, they'll start feeling like I'm more spiritual than you. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the ego. (laughs) That's the ego. Yeah. (laughs) That's the ego. And, um, like, I heard this question, like, at least twice. So if I'm saying um, love yourself not because of the things you do, but because you are connected to the source of all that is. And then people are like, but then that takes away from who I am. Like, I don't want to give credit to all of that out there. I want to be able to do something and feel good that I did it. Um, And so that's the ego talking as well. Which the thing about it is, like I said, a lot of tr- people try to silence the ego, um, which is is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in competition. With, nah, you know, I like wanna. you don't want to like kill it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, let it have its space, but also realize you're more than that. Mm-hmm. You're this and that. Um, yeah, you know, when I think about uh, my ego. It was a, a moment, one, that I can actually vividly think of, like, my ego showing up. But it wasn't, like, I don't see it as, like, a bad thing. And it was a, we were celebrating our 200th episode, and it was like a, we were sitting there, and we were watching the old videos and the presentation, and I just felt like a, a insane amount of, like, pride that, that just how much was accomplished. It was like, all right, because four years ago, I could have never seen myself being on here. And like now I find myself here, but not not even just here, but like vividly like understanding, like vividly putting everything together. So it's like a, I never want to like, I don't know. It's like a part of me never wants to let go of that sense of accomplishment of, yo, you challenge yourself to grow. And it was growth in a way that you couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. It was growth in the area that was foreign. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It's like, I hold on to it like in little moments like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, there's nothing wrong with having ego and uh, giving it some attention and love. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to beat it down, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's very relevant for our human form. Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure we don't just exclusively rely on it because it can't see everything Mm -hmm. and so the ego only knows what it knows it only knows your experiences what you've come across in life Um, Mm -hmm. it can figure a couple of things out but it can't figure out the totality of everything 
which is what spirit can do. Spirit can reach, touch, you know, go all around the world. It's not time bound and it can bring back the result. You could never figure out how it came up with that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, our, our ego mind could never figure it out. And if we don't allow that part of us to thrive, the ego will take over and it will shut us down. And even though some of our egos are, you know, want to strive and do well and get better and, and all that, it still can only react in a certain field where in the spirit has access to everything. So it's like the, uh, the your ego really wants the best for you, mm-hmm. right. but it only can, you know, go off of what you experience. Right. So, uh, I don't feel you can be in your most creative space with your ego right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that because um, if your ego's there, then of course it's letting you know what you've seen in your experiences, so it's giving you that limitation. Mm-hmm. And one mm-hmm. thing I always have to say, well, I really, the thing that I usually always say is it's at least a million ways. Because mm-hmm. my ego will be like, only way that can happen is if this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, no, 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 it's at least a million ways. Right. And then one thing that I've been saying lately is, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, or if somebody tells me, no, this can't happen. And I think, you see, you don't know everything. There's <laughs> 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 at least a million ways. And so that reminds me to tap into spirit instead of relying on ego. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, that's a lot of what I was saying, too, about uh, the attachment your ego has. Because it attaches you to, well, uh, the result or, or the way it got to happen is like this. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> your ego only seen certain ways to do things. Right. <laughs> so it's like your ego attaches you to how something is going to exactly. happen. And that's one of the reasons why um, we say on the podcast, don't be concerned about how. Right. Mm-hmm. Just what do you want? Visualize it and feel it. Mm. Be it. Not how am I going to do that? Because your brain, your ego mind can only come up with so mm. many different ways. And I think when you think like that too, then you you putting in lack mm-hmm. into your into your mind. So. That visualizing is kind of like uh, manipulating the ego a little bit to see something different mm-hmm. when you visualize. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's a really great point because a lot of times the ego is is kind of like the gatekeeper in mm-hmm. the sense of like, it doesn't <laughs> want you to be hurt, <laughs> right? You know, so I'm gonna protect you. And so one of the ways that you can get past the ego is through visualization, through imagination. So if you just imagine it, it's like something fun and the ego will allow you to play. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you just imagining something or, you know, having fun, um, go that route. Then it's right. easy to get stuff past the ego. thinking that work like even uh you know in the field of what i do you know sometimes i have my ego get in the way like i got this i got this mm-hmm. right and i start working on it and then i'm like hold up <laughs> 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 like hold up you know let me call somebody real quick you know now i'm gonna share an example of something that the 
ego could not have fade out. And then while I'm sharing, if y'all can think of y- if y'all have had any kind of experiences like this, um, and I could probably come up with a hundred, but my favorite one because it's the biggest example, I guess, is one time. I was in Ohio Mm -hmm. and I needed to be in Ashland (laughs) so which is about an eight-hour drive Um, so I needed to be in Ashland by 8 a.m. but I never left Ohio until 2 a.m. so I had six hours to make an eight-hour drive I ended up getting to Ashland about an hour early okay so I got there like in five hours and no speeding involved (laughs) you know it was like i just magically went from here to there and that's not something my brain could have figured out my my rational mind knows you cannot get from point a to point b in five hours but yet somehow i did Hmm. can't think of nothing like that Now I can think of a time as to where um, I was I was living in Maryland and the job that I was working at I had to travel from like state to state you know and I had to uh, go from Parkville Maryland that's where I was living at at the time and I had to travel to uh, Louisville Kentucky and I had to be there I got the call to be there at seven in the morning and this was like at seven o'clock at night right I get the call so I'm like so I got to leave, you know, round ball. I'm trying to time it out. I said, well, if I leave at 10, I said about eight hour drive. I said, I should get there in time. Now at that time, I ain't had no money. So I'm like, all right, what am I gonna do about gas? And so <laughs> I sit back, fill up the car, got there, did the job. And then I didn't, I wasn't gonna get paid until the next following day. So now I'm like, man, so how am I gonna get back? So I said, all right, I think I'm good, I'm cool. So I only had like a full tank, but I had to drive all the way back to Maryland. So I'm thinking to myself, I said, I got it. Luckily enough, I got straight to the borderline, you know, but I made it back home. I ain't get all the way back home, but I made it home. (laughs) I made it home to Maryland. I was like, yeah, yeah." I said, okay. But my mindset was thinking like I was nervous at first, but then after a while I just I wasn't even thinking about it. I just mm-hmm. driving, driving, and then I'm like, dang, I actually made it. <laughs> I actually made it. Well, besides that, I can't think of it. Mostly like um, the easy things to think about. I've had a lot of stuff that happened with time. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things uh, that happened was I had to, I was running this race. And if I won, then I would win $2,500. Um, long story short, the amount of time that I was supposed to take to um, win the race, mm-hmm. based on who, okay, so they already know who's running, who mm-hmm. the elites are. Mm-hmm. And so based on the elites that were scheduled to run, I would have had to finish that race in a certain amount of time okay. in order to beat those elites. Now, I'm getting a head start, of course, but in order to beat those elites, I would have to run in a certain amount of time. And I never in my life ran 
<laughs> ran that fast. It was <laughs> like it was impossible for me right. to do this. And so, um, you know, I was basically like, it's not possible. I can't do it. And so my mom was like, no, just think about when you were in Ohio mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you bent time. Do that again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so I started, like, just really putting in my head, like, thinking about all the times when people have done things that just didn't make no sense. You yeah. know, like women lifting cars off their babies. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just crazy stuff that you hear of. And you're just like, how in the world did yeah. that happen? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about stuff like that. So I was just really priming my mind with that. And so I was like, okay, um, I don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> you right, know, I don't right. know if I'm going to run fast. I don't know. But I'm believing that a miracle is going to happen this day. And so I get to the race. And first news I heard was that the person who was supposed to win the race right. dropped out. <laughs> wow. That person's not coming. But, you know, the elites, they, they are right on each other's mm -hmm. heels. So just because that person ain't coming, that don't mean the next person behind them. But so that was the first news. That person's not coming. Or whatever. And then uh, I think the second news was the way the wind was blowing. Right. So the wind was going to be at my back, which that means it's kind of pushing me along. Mm -hmm. And it's at their front. So it's pushing them back. So right. even though it's just like a slight thing, mm -hmm. it was like, okay, things working in my favor. Mm -hmm. nice. You know? And so I just remember I was running, running, running. Felt like I was going to die. Um, <laughs> And at some point, I really was going to die. <laughs> I could no longer breathe. And then it was like I just started flying. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like I literally just grew wings mm -hmm. and I just started flying. And so I have no memory of what happened. It was like a, a, a period of time where... I just had no it was like I blanked out or something mm -hmm. and then I came back to when I could hear somebody I could hear my coach saying 400 meters 400 meters you've done this a thousand times 400 meters you got this or whatever and so anyway I came through and you know I won the race and I won it by the largest distance in that history of that race like the biggest distance or whatever and um, when I was like doing my watch, like the watch will tell you how fast you ran each mile. Mm. And so, like I said, I was I was going fast for myself in the beginning, mm -hmm. and then I felt like I was gonna die. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I was like top speed during that time when I blanked out. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> yes. wow. Trying to think of, uh another scenario that I had that um, I thought about it didn't know how it was going to happen but it just ha it, it, it just happened um, I think on my last job that I had um, before I even got into the management field I didn't even think I could be a manager like I didn't even think I could be that type of person to be in charge of maybe I think it was like about 50 people just in charge of people in general and um that time came and it took like maybe like two years but when it came like I told myself before the process I said eventually I'm gonna be a boss because I'm gonna be a boss eventually don't know when but I'm gonna be a boss and it happened and I was like it made me think back to what I said and I'm like 
I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but it, it happened for me. But it made me feel good, but it put me more in the space of what we were talking about earlier. Like, not saying how, mm-hmm. just put it out there mm-hmm. and just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. So uh, anybody want to sum up like the ego mind versus the the spiritual mind? We'll just say mind. Spirit mm-hmm. is not a mind, but ego versus spirit and the beauty of each, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah I just want to say, you know, I think they, uh, they <coughs> excuse me, they're helping to feed each other, you know. So uh, the idea of having to kill one, it just, you don't have to, you know. Because at any moment, your ego can help you to be more intentional about what your spirit is saying. So when you hear your ego, also just take the time to also hear the other side. I guess is the best thing I could say. I would tell uh, the listeners, um, just pretty much don't think about how you're going to do something. Just... Just do it and then just let it go. You know, don't even think about the thought no more. And um, listen to your spirit sometimes. Um, it's, it's there to protect you and, and guide you. Yeah, and I'm just piggyback on that. Like, um, when you're working from a place of spirit, you don't have to be protected. Um, that's when you're in a, that's when you're most protected, protected, I guess, so to speak. But you don't have to be protected. We're in the um, ego brain makes you feel like I gotta protect myself. I gotta armor myself. I gotta, you know, make sure I don't fall off the cliff. And I gotta make sure I got enough money. And I gotta make sure this person don't hurt my heart. And I gotta, you know, make sure I get this because it's not enough. And uh, you know. I got to fight for airplanes, he Whatever the case may be, uh, you know, the ego, I mean, right, the ego will do those things. um, But with the spirit part of you, the spiritual part of you, that's the space when it's something, when you want to, like Rodney had said, when you want to create, that's the space. If you can tap into that creation tap into being more loving tap into you know all the beauty that you want to create in your life that's how you get it in an easy and effortless way and there's nothing wrong with working hard for what you want going you know if that's if that's the way you want to do it but and you know I've did that for a lot of years of my life force push effort tired um through the ego and that meant you know I had to be smart and I had to figure things out and and you know when I figure stuff out I pat myself on the mm-hmm. good job <laughs> <laughs> but um working from the space of knowing that I'm connected to all that is and tapped in stuff is just so easy and I get to look at stuff in awe and I'm just like wow wow that just happened and it, it's easy it's fun my life is right. fun um yeah. <laughs> so, any other comments? All right. Well, thank you guys for this conversation and thank you guys for listening in on it. Hopefully, there's some difference that you can um, determine between the two the ego and the spirit. 
um, some type of slant that you may see differently now than before. And hopefully you won't beat that ego to death, but also remember that you are much more than that. Until next time, this is Arvette. And this is Steven. Run to run. Bye, y'all.